What's up, Dashley fam? How in the heck are you? Dallin um, and Ashley here. Yep, we're here. We are still in our home and we still haven't left. And the funny thing about this is that it's very similar to our normal life. <laughs> the only thing that's making this hard is that we don't have the choice to go anywhere. I know. Like Dallin and I were breaking down this morning. We were just like, what? What are we going to do? Like, there's literally no options. And normally we do nothing anyways. Like we just film, we podcast, we play with our kids, we go to bed. And we go out of our home very little. Well, tonight, Ashley and I have a babysitter and we're going to go on a date. But now we're just like, well, what the heck are we going to... I told Can Dallin, the babysitter take the kids to their house and we have our house to ourselves? I would love that. I told Dallin we could just drive as far away from our home as we could get in an hour and then drive back for the hour. For the other hour? Yeah. just Listen so we, to some podcasts? Just so we could feel like we got really far away and, and could go somewhere if we wanted to. Okay. Someone I follow on Instagram. Uh, I mean, like we interviewed her on our podcast, Ralphie from Simply on Purpose. She rented a beach house and their family is staying there during quarantine. Fun. I can't. I I want that so bad. Whoa. I don't know. Is that a shorter drive for them? Because I know they live down there. Yeah. That's I, a long I mean, it's just in Texas. Yeah. We can't do that. But I mean, quarantining in style. I know. Just How on great. The beach. <sighs> wow. Well, Del- flights are at an all-time low if we want to take a flight down there. Coming up. Be like 80 bucks. Coming up in our at-home life, Dallin <laughs> and I are reseeding the pea spots in our backyard. That might happen today. <laughs> and more. So stick around. This is going to be a fun podcast. I freaking love you. I thought this would be a good time, given all the doom and gloom. Thought we would make light and read some of the best of the internet's best um, jokes and tweets and memes about coronavirus. Okay. Shall we? Um. Well, some of these are videos, and so it's not, not easy to share on the podcast. But there's some funny stuff out there. Just like search Twitter for I don't know. Uh, search Google for and and there's other websites that have amassed these things already. But we have I some funny tweets. I trusted you with this segment. I'm, I'm getting you the tweets. <laughs> okay, I'm just, I, I just did, said <laughs> that there's videos. I thought that might have been your like. Well, anyways, there's nothing to next say. Next segment. No, there's funny tweets. Okay, here this one's from Catherine Cohen. Amazing time to have a mini dorm fridge in my adult New York apartment that I pay one million monthly dollars for. <laughs> She's stuck in her apartment and only has a mini fridge. I don't get it. She and pays she also a can't go to work. Month? She also can't go to work to stock her mini fridge. She's paying a million dollars a month for rent in this tent. It's funny. Is All she right, really next. paying a million dollars a month? It's not, but it's... This it's, is a great segment that illustrates Dallin and I's separate senses of humor, <laughs> which I think makes it more funny. Ashley doesn't uh, get the joke. That should be the It's really title. expensive to live in New York and she only has a mini fridge and she needs to stock up on food because restaurants aren't open and you can't go work anywhere and everything's out of stock from the grocery store. It's is funny. She, is she really paying a million though? No, it's just an exaggeration because okay. rent is high in New York. Okay. That's why that joke is funny. All right. Let's I go love on. this segment. <laughs> Jokes that are funny to Dallin that Ashley doesn't get. <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay. Next okay, one. Next one. I bet a lot of wives right now wish their husbands bought them a Peloton for Christmas. Well, that has some gender stereotypes there. It's by a woman. So does that help at all? I don't. Why is that funny though? Maybe because their husbands are home now and they can give the wives a little bit more of a break and an extra. I don't know. Okay. Anyways. That's a joke. This though? one's funny. This okay. one's genuinely funny. Alyssa Limpress says, "I picked a hell of a time to have not learned how to cook for the past twenty nine years." <laughs> it's funny because 
<laughs> okay. Was that one not funny? I don't. Right. It's just not this a joke. This one's from Kyle. Moment of silence for the people who agreed to live with crappy roommates because they quote unquote wouldn't be spending much time at home anyway. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, it's not like a. <laughs> it's it's not a chortle one, <laughs> but it is a, just a little. It's like a head <laughs> nod. You know that it's... Instagram game you can play where it's like you nod your head toward the toward the right answer the person who i read is. something about instead of lol it should be like um <laughs> i don't remember <H-M-M>. <laughs> it was whatever the acronym would be for blue air out of my nose <laughs> and when you're sitting there by yourself you don't like laugh but you do kind of go like <laughs> <laughs> you know right okay read me another one <laughs> you don't even like these they're not uh, those were some I'm of not the better ones anyways those were the um there's gotta be there's gonna be a lot of pressure over the next few days to talk to friends and family. Fight it. Stay positive. I think the essence of this for me is that I don't understand Twitter as a, as a platform. It's just a kind of a really sarcastic negative place. Which is weird that you like it because you I don't are like neither it. sarcastic nor negative. I don't like it, but I get the jokes. You were negative sometimes. this morning. Dallin, I kinda, Dallin was in a quarantine hole this morning. I was. I got a little down. I got a little down today, but Ashley just helped me through it and didn't say, stop feeling that way. These are all the reasons you should be happy. She just held me through it. And I really appreciated that. Thank you. And I'm feeling better now. I read all my Instagram people I follow are all in the same hole as you. So I was prepped by their morning stories for you. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. <laughs> While I was watching them though, I was like, what is going on? And the reason is quarantine is like my personal heaven. See, I am and more of an extrovert. We've talked about and this. I, I, I follow, need to be out and about and around other people yeah, and I'm really struggling right now. I follow people who talked about how their extroversionism uh-huh. is really affected by quarantine. Uh, yeah. Whereas I'm just like, <sighs> I need to get out. I was yeah. all excited for a date tonight, but then I realized, I'm obviously I'm still excited, but we we're just not going to get to go, go do to something Swig. fun. Swig, the drive-thrus of restaurants are still open. So we can right. go to like... I want to try that Indian can, place. Or lots of restaurants are offering like curbside delivery where they just run it out to you now. I'm just going to sit on the because curb. Because I want to support like... Gosh, businesses are like literally You're dying. Such an angel. I want to support a restaurant tonight. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell <laughs> Maybe me. we should go to three restaurants. You literally... When the world needs a person, Dallin <laughs> to buy steps their food. Up. I will be there. Dallin has seen the movement, as I have, about people supporting local businesses by eating out at restaurants. Actually, and I'm he really feeling the need to support Chick-fil-A right now. Cross. <laughs> Dallin needs will me more not than ever. let a restaurant in our community die if he has anything to do about it. I will not. I'll eat at as many restaurants as I am needed at. <laughs> and I've always said that don't you wish that is my creed don't you know like church tithing don't you wish instead it was just like you know what give your money like instead of paying the money to the church they just gave you the direction to go eat out to support local businesses 10 (laughs) percent of your income 10 percent of your earnings in addition to your regular food budget (laughs) and spend it on food will be spent at we'll eat it cafe rio and jimbery children's in addition to having food storage in your house you're gonna have food storage in your body oh, we need everybody to get fat oh here's something for all you people who enjoy buying clothes for your children what it could be a girl it could be a boy who would be interested in this jimboree has a 40 to 50 percent off everything site-wide oh that's I'm just saying this isn't sponsored that's just this is just ashley's favorite 
<laughs> I store. have been. Wa- I almost bought stuff, and I almost spent an extraordinary, extraordinary amount of money, and then I didn't because it was so extraordinary. They have the cutest Easter clothes. They have the cutest clothes. I am sick of buying clothes. Like all of my kids' clothes from last year are just raggedy and gross. We aren't gonna go anywhere in them. We'll just have a little fashion show at home. No, I'm just saying, like the clothes that I bought from Jimbery and this other store called Primary.com have lasted through two children and still look beautiful and are in my save for my like grandchildren box or baby number three. They are. And I'm done. Like I can't do it anymore. I can't buy crappy clothes that just look gross after you wash them four times. They are cheap, but yeah, then they just, they do, they wear away fast. So anyways, Um, that was my plug. That was my news. There's a great sale going on guys. It's a great (laughs) sale. Uh, in other words, our last podcast, we also videoed it and put it on Facebook and YouTube. Hopefully you guys appreciated that, all you podcast listeners. And we're throwing around the idea of videoing more. We, and um, most people have received it well so far. One lady really just some, did not like that. She should was, we read her comment? Apparently she was looking forward to I want to start it. a segment. Obviously, I mean, I know the fans like vlogs. Um, we just We just threw up a podcast for the vlog today. And um, everybody's like, oh, cool, fun, thank you. Like, But then there's this one comment to Deborah. Deborah, I'm so sorry I just offended ruined. you we so much. We literally ruined her day. She said this. Where is it? Before we block Let me just scroll people, past all these really nice comments real quick. We need to start a segment called like a hateful comment segment. Reading, hate, reading our hate I feel like our podcast messages. viewers are like the ones who love us the most or we just, they aren't able to write hateful comments to us, except in reviews, I guess. I guess people could leave reviews. There's an equal number of people saying that I cut you off a lot as people that say you cut me off a lot. Yeah, so Actually, you might have a few more than me, but well, people say I cut you off a lot too. And I think it's just our friendly back and forth. That's what I think. Like when I'm talking to Dallin, we I'm not like... We both just have things we want to say. You done? Are you done with that thought? There's Raise n- your hand when you're done. There's no uncomfortable pause in between talking. It's just people talking. All right, here's Brenda's comment. Sorry, if I wanted to listen to a podcast, I subscribe to the platform where you normally put them. This channel needs to be just what you normally put up. I've never clicked off one of your videos as fast as I did today. Very disappointing. Brenda. Man, we really just Either she loves us her. so much, she loves our vlogs so much that this is really a hard thing for her not to get a vlog that she well, expected. I guess she does, but it just seemed a little... Or... I don't... A little... <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, that's our. We should do a hateful comment every day. I guess we'll leave it up to you guys. Like Like, a therapy session. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mike Pence once handled that very well when uh, he went to he went to see Hamlet and the cast before the show got up there and like called him out. He was like, "As for whether or not it was the appropriate setting to do that, I'll leave it up to you know the American people to decide." I know very was, little. I was like, whoa, that's a really good way to handle yeah. that. So we will leave it up to you to decide if that was an appropriate way for Brenda to handle this or not. Yeah. I, I just replied. I was like, um, sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. Kathy backed us up. She said, wow, aren't you a bit overly critical? It's not that they do this daily. A little something different. Unbelievable. And then that got two thumbs up. So. Also, though, people Kathy, are we're thinking about doing this more. Uh, yeah. And if just so you guys know, if um, don't don't fear we if if we do start videoing this more, we'll probably start we a separate YouTube channel and YouTube. it'll be a big little life on Facebook, though. I don't I think, think it'll be a problem. Like Facebook is more like a just throw everything. Like we post other people's like, videos. We post on other people's Facebook. videos. We post memes. We post funny photos. It's like, but YouTube is more just kind of like specific videos. You know, it's kind of the differences of the platform. Stay so in your if lane. we video, yeah, for sure. So if we video these, uh, which I think we might, 
It's fun. And we'll have a separate YouTube channel, but I think we'll put them all up on our same Facebook channel in I addition just, to the vlogs. I need like a different setting. I need like a desk that I sit at. Yeah. Because I feel like I looked really uninterested that whole <laughs> show. Why? I just feel like I did. Because we're so chill and just sitting back. Like I need I need like a chair without a back That's on it. That's why podcasts are so nice. It doesn't matter what you look like. You're just sitting here. All your attention is focused on what you think and just saying it into a microphone. It's like... I think that's why so many people like podcasts because cameras are gone. doesn't matter what you look like. It's just like, boom, you're just focused on having a nice conversation and focusing on though, thinking about your thoughts. I would want that's it why to look, I like them so much. I would want it to be like Regis and Kelly where we're behind a desk and we have our drinks and our yeah. papers. <laughs> I used to watch every episode of that one between the ages of, shoot, like 12 and 17. I watched every day. I like loved that show and it was my dream to have that. Wow, 12 and 17. Yeah, I watched that. I thought every that's, day. That's impressive. I yeah. thought they had more like just a, you know, adult audience. Well, that, some people would say I'm mature for You age. you are. And that's why I said it was well, impressive. Well, I mean like my mom watched it first and then I got into it. I well, also I love celebrities. Right. So and they talk about that a lot. They do. Cool. Well, um, thanks for everybody for supporting us on putting the video out on our YouTube channel and Facebook. Yeah, that happened um, today. In, anyways. In other news. In other news. And if not, if it's not your cup of tea, thanks for just being like, cool, Dashleys. Good job trying something new. That's what the best businesses in the world do. Keep being you. Like, yeah. thank you for having a cool attitude. We're putting on a really strong face, but... Behind the scenes, Dylan and I kind of shrivel up and cry a little bit every mean comment we get. I'll, I'm not letting him affect me anymore. I said it in the last podcast. I was like, look, literally, if it gets to the point where I need to get another job, I will. But we're not going to ever not be ourselves. We're not going to like try to act perfect all the time or do every single little challenge on YouTube that's trending all the time. We're just going to be ourselves and have fun. And so far, this is working really well to provide a living for us. And it's fun. And yeah. it's like a cool experiment. This is definitely out of the ordinary way to make a living, like doing something we love so much and making fun family videos. But we're never going to be somebody that we're not or we're never going to just like sell out and we're going to try to balance balance between like providing fun, authentic, happy, uplifting, free content and supporting ourselves through like ads and brand deals and stuff. And if it ever gets to the point where people just stop liking us or whatever, then I'll just go get another job. You know, it's like it takes all the stress off me and it's very relaxing and helps me to just be myself. And hopefully everybody feels that because I'm in a happy mindset right now about what we do for a living yeah it's great it's really weird it's weird it's it's and people don't know what to say to us at family get-togethers but it's really fun like nobody relates to us really people it's so, are that's either. why it's so fun to do like meetups with other youtubers because it's like you you get what we stress about all day like yeah. i could talk to you about this everybody else is just kind of like it like it's, there's uh, two it's general just a reactions novel, novelty thing that that we do and it's hard for people to relate yeah. to us that don't do this there's either the like oh my gosh that's so wicked cool reaction uh -huh. or there's the i i'm really worried about like they stress for us because they don't think like they just think we're doing the most risky thing in the universe yeah no and we're trying to be smart smart about it like diversifying that whole thing like we've take like because there, and you need to obviously we've chosen this as our career path and we're humans and we have kids and responsibilities and we want to support ourselves as long as we can so we're trying to diversify we and we're just doing things that we love and that's why it's such a cool job and if anybody has questions about like pursuing this we've been through it and it was so hard and we did the work that was literally more than we were capable of doing for two years we were so stressed out of our minds but we finally passed the point where we're able to 
you know, just make a living doing this. And we have mostly Ashley to thank for that because she was editing and filming so much when it was so hard. It was hard, but I think it was also therapeutic. Like we were going through a stressful time relationship wise and like yeah, learning how to be parents wise and it was kind of therapeutic to and so put now, our life out there and have people be like okay you're doing like you're doing okay guys yeah no it was really 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 cool and so now we're kind of here where we're quote unquote like made it i mean it's not like we're we think we're famous or special or better than anybody else but we've we're in this unique situation where we like film our lives and make fun videos and like thousands of people watch it enough to like uh that we support ourselves and it's it's weird to think about but like so now we're trying to like man how can we like make this a living and stay true to ourselves and it's true to everybody that watches and supports us and yeah and it's a fun thing to think about and we're doing it for as long as we enjoy doing it totally we have to apologize to you all because when we recorded our last episode with the assumptions about us which kudos to you for having some really great assumptions about us for the most part. And then also kudos to you for throwing out the hard questions that probably you're wondering. We wrote them all down on a paper. It was a three page list. This was our last podcast. Yeah, this was our last podcast. And somehow like think because we were, I think because we were recording it, like if you watch that recording, we pass back the paper a couple times. Things are always a little bit more, and at least for me, like, like stressful or high, is a little pumping high, um, not like and it's not like stress or anxiety it's just kind of like you're moving really fast you want to keep it moving because of video and less editing and stuff yeah, like so that. we so accidentally anyways, didn't read any of the questions from the second page ashley skipped from page one to page three or me it could have been me i don't i think well it got passed back and forth and it just got i jumbled. guess we have it on video maybe we should go see yeah, you should go see but anyways we skipped the second page and honestly second page had the juicier the juicier mm-hmm. assumptions mm-hmm. that we were that we were like even planning like had to think about how we were even going to answer these yeah so we're just going to run through that with you guys and just have a a fun day with you and you know maybe share some things we haven't shared these are kind of funny and i get like how some people might think these things because they only see glimpses um so we'll just shed a little bit of light on the shadowy parts of our life the first one is the first one is funny it's not i i really hope they don't actually believe this but they said I assume that you live in Costco. We, <laughs> we don't. Just live there. And fun fact, we also have a Sam's that Club membership. That is a membership. challenge though. Like 24 hours in Costco. I think people like put up, like make beds in the toilet paper aisle. Jokes, jokes on you now. There is no toilet paper aisle. Actually, yep. t- this morning, somebody in you our can't like- stay there for 24 hours. They, they like hide in the aisles and stuff. That's like a YouTube thing. Probably for a younger audience. Do they actually like stay there all night? I don't know if they actually do or if they just make it look like it, but it is a thing. Like 24 hours in Walmart, 24 hours in, like that's a thing. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, somebody in our community Facebook page this morning posted a video of the Costco near our house. Literally the aisle when you walk in, like the main vein going to the back of the store is lined with piles and piles and pallets and pallets of toilet paper. Oh, they- And it says only one pack per customer. Per member. Oh my gosh. But they, they got like a huge shipment in and they're limiting people's toilet paper consumption. I saw another map that says Utah is like the, the rest of the country is upping their spending on like groceries and stuff by around like 30%. And Utah is an anomaly upping their consumption over like 200%. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Stay tuned for more Big Little Life with the Dashleys. 
Okay. Next assumption. They assume that we came from well-off families. I totally did. You I did. mean, I wasn't like we I didn't grow up in a mansion, but like my my family paid for my college, my family bought me my first car. Like I came from a well-off family. I never like I was in good school zones. I was in a nice neighborhood, had a big backyard, had a nice house. So I definitely, my parents though did, they never told me how much they made. I only like know now that I grew up well off because I kind of have an understanding of what it costs to do things now. Uh But I never knew then. And they were, my mom and dad were always on this very strict budget. Like very, like that's where I get it from. Yeah. Where like they were always trying to pay off their house and trying to like save for retirement and trying to, they bought rental incomes and they were cash flowing rental, not rental incomes, rental properties, but they were always paying for those with cash. So we were really well off, but I always knew like what it felt like to live in a budget because they were, they weren't just like blowing money left and right. They were always trying to cash flow stuff and like save stuff and save for college funds and save for just everything. So I was, yes, I I was from a well-off family. Dallin was middle? I don't know what you were. What do you think you were? Good old middle class. Yeah. My, uh, well, everybody, I think everybody knows. My dad died when I was eight and my mom was definitely never planning on that. My mom was hoping to just be able to be a sweet stay-at-home mother, working hard at home, raising boys and stuff. And then, um, but we, luckily we had, so there was some, like my mom got, social security benefits because my dad died so that we definitely were super grateful for those and she went back to college well first she just she did hair and she started a hair salon i guess she always did hair i don't i don't remember honestly if she did hair while my dad was still alive or if that's a business that she started with her sister after my dad died but i think it was after my dad died she started up a hair salon in a little town of meeker colorado and it was like the main place where everybody went and got their hair cut and was just crushing it there and then five years later we moved to utah from colorado and she went back to school to college and got her uh i don't know exactly if she got like a bachelor or if she what does she work as she was she became a radiologist and then she went another year and became certified to do an echocardiograms and do do radiology or uh ultrasounds on hearts because she wanted to check up on my heart whenever she wanted to because i had heart surgery when i was eight and she always saw them scanning my heart when she would take me in for checkups and she was really intrigued by that so she went and did that and now that's what she does for a living and she she was like always amazing at supporting us but we weren't i guess quote unquote well off we were definitely just good old middle class i never wanted for anything like i i guess we could have had like i don't know you can always have more but that's not what makes you happy we just always had our needs met. I had a job at 16 and bought my own gas. Um, she owned the truck that I drove, but I drove it whenever I wanted to through high school, which is really cool. And um, I had some money saved up from the social security checks that my mom started putting into the bank for me, which paid for like some of my college, maybe like two out of the four years. And then me by myself. And then you, when I married you, paid for the rest of my college. Yeah, I did. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So I've always been very taken care of either by my sweet dear mother, whose name I will hold sacred forever, and Ashley, whose name I will also hold sacred forever. Nice. There that we was, go. That was a really good answer. Was it? Yeah. That was really nice of you. 
Um, okay, next question. You guys have more sources of income. I guess it's not a question. It's a assumption. assumption. Assumption is that we have more sources of income besides vlogging. Um, vlogging is definitely our, our largest source of income. Yeah. So but we've talked about this before just from the ads and brand deals and stuff like that is how we're making a living and how we're able to give back to you guys and do giveaways and random like giveaway uh, Amazon gift card here, a $10 thing there. Like we love doing that and building this community and also supporting ourselves is super, super fun. So, you know, we do that, but also we do this, the podcast. Mm -hmm. Podcasting is really cool and a really new platform. So there's a lot less in your way before you start making money. At least that's what it felt like for us. Um, like YouTube and Facebook have some like benchmarks that you have to hit before you start getting ads on. But it's, it felt like for us that we were getting like we upload through anchor and it was it started happening really fast and really organically and really easily so if anyone if anyone out there is thinking of podcasting anchor is a great platform that we use for all of our podcasts to upload them and it sends it out to itunes to spotify stitcher there's so many places and anchor sends it out to everyone for you and then it also helps you natively upload ads onto it yeah and literally when you start with anchor you get your first sponsorship which is by anchor itself or i think now spotify because spotify bought anchor and it's 15 dollars for every thousand listens yeah to, to promote spotify and as a place for listening to podcasts so it's like it's, it's pretty cool so it's a really if you cool can build thing. up an audience there then you can start making money doing podcasting too yeah and if you're kind of afraid of you know like vlogging and and you know, like people ripping you apart on YouTube. Sp podcasts are kind of like, they have a safer feeling to them. I think people are nicer. Yeah. I think, yeah. There's just not a comment section. If you do what we do, you have to be open to criticism because your videos are reaching far and wide to every single person who's hiding behind their keyboard. And 99% of the comments, if you're like us and just live in your normal life, being your authentic self, are going to be supportive and nice and happy. But there's always people who are like so hurt inside that they feel need like hurt people hurt people, you know, mm -hmm. and feel the need to like be rude to you for whatever reason. And that's one of the hard parts about this job. But um, all the good definitely outweighs the bad. And you just got to see it for what it is and see that they are hurt people. And um, like take the truth that they give you. Maybe it has a little bit of truth and use it to like maybe adjust your strategy if you want to. But I would say if it makes you scared, it's probably not a good hate, a good it makes negative you scared comment. Or feel bad about yourself, but if they're giving you honest feedback, like some people said, no, like scared to post where you're just like where it's oh. just mean. Or, yeah, I no, would I would not just, pay attention to those. That's just embracing vulnerability. And but like Brenda, yourself. she was like she was a little bit scathing, but in there was in a there, tidbit. Of, there was probably behind all of that uh, the comment that may or may not have been very really, well worded. It was just fear that we were going to stop vlogging. Probably was be the, right, the and emotion behind her comment. And we're like, and so Brenda, if you're listening, know that we're not going to stop vlogging. We're just throwing out the idea of filming the podcast and wanted to post one as a vlog to see how people received it. That's mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. Okay. Next assumption: Dallin is older than Ashley. Dallin is not older than Ashley. Ashley's Dallin's older than me. She's about a year. 18 months younger than me. You're a year and four months older than me. Yep. And when we first got I married, that really bugged me. But now I just don't care. It bugged you? Yeah. I was like self-conscious. Like so many girls are like, I will not date someone who is younger than me. He has to be older. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, like how if 
oh, that's like a Taylor Swift, she's the... I'd be the man song. You know how it's like cool for older guys to date young girls, but yeah. it's not cool for older girls to date younger guys. Yeah. One of those things. One of those things. Well, so I'm glad you got over that. Well, it used to just kind of make me embarrassed, but now I just don't care. Good. Next one. We don't listen to rap music. Uh, I would say... W- Maybe you got that from my tweet a, f- a year ago where I said, I just found out that Post Malone is white. <laughs> Who's the real white guy here? I think that's like a um, a compliment, though, in the music world. Yeah? I don't know. Gosh, I listen to rap music, and I'm just like, is this seriously considered music? I am disgusted. There's stuff, like, I don't go for the stuff that is kind of, like, really vulgar, or it talks kind of about, like, a lot of them in the songs, They, the woman in the song is is treated very inappropriately, or, like, yeah. not in a way that would be even legal to treat her i don't know like i wouldn't want my kids hearing that at all and i don't want to hear that because i think it like offends me that you on a subconscious level it just influences how you perceive things and i I hate the culture i mean i don't hate the i don't know i'm probably offending somebody the 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 like what you have to rap about in order to be popular is basically drug sex money how um how much money you have so that you're able to buy things like consumerism and, and either treating like just the, like the woman in the relationship objectifying women objecti- or objectifying men I, the w- female rappers and now female rappers are just objectifying men it's like the worst of society all put I into do like put to it like a fancy beat sometimes that being said and then the background singer yeah what yeah that being oh. said though I, there are like rap songs i love i'm like very white in my love of rap songs <laughs> yeah there's a few shaggy songs i love there's a few Eminem Eminem songs i know by heart mm-hmm. there's a couple out there and so like i'm not a total hater i'm definitely white like i, I am definitely like a white girl yeah but <laughs> we don't listen to a, mu- a bunch of rap we do not listen to rap all right i think we've gotten that across okay next what one what music do we listen to ash mm, i grew up listening to a lot of country music and uh-huh. a lot of boy bands. Yeah. Um, and now it's pretty much the same. <laughs> Mixed <laughs> in with your music. Yeah. I love Coldplay. I love Blink-182. Um, we have a, a like a deep-rooted love for this guy named Trevor Hall. Trevor Lime Hall. Lime Tree is one of the greatest songs. Yeah. We like Trevor Hall. Love Coldplay. Um, John Mayer. Love John Mayer. I am very... Like I have a station like my iTunes, like Dallin Seeley's radio station on Apple music and it'll go through and recommend all these new thoughts, new songs to me. But more often than not, I just want it to play songs that I've already listened to like 500 times. Yeah. I'm just very picky. I, I guess I have my main few artists that I like and I don't really expand on that much. No. Nope. Every once in a while, there's a really cool new song that I'm like, Whoa, what song is this? Thank you, Apple. But yeah. more often than not, it's like next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next one. I assume that Dallin was a player before meeting Ashley. I mean, we all know I wasn't. No, you were very loyal and faithful and such a good girl. To a fault, probably. Um, yeah, I definitely did not. I mean, like, you weren't, I don't think you were like a player player. player. But kind of. (laughs) Like, I just, as soon as, as soon as I was interested in like another girl, I would just kind of like not care about the feelings of the last girl. So I guess that's probably a player. Yeah, but he's not that way anymore. <laughs> I would hope he married at all. 
Okay. So. I assume you've lived in Utah your whole lives. Nope. I was born in Georgia. My parents moved back to Utah for like four years after that. And then they moved back to Georgia and I grew up there for the rest of until I moved to Utah to go to college. And then Dallin, like he kind of already answered this. He grew up in Colorado and then Utah. So we haven't been here our whole life, but -hmm. we'll probably be here for the rest of our life. In Utah? I probably, if I were to like predict my life, it would be that. In St. George or here? In St. George. We love it down there so much. Mm -hmm. Every time we go back, we're just like, man, how soon can we move down here? Mm -hmm. Okay. I assume that you never fight. I feel like they need to listen to the podcast because all we do is talk about how we fight so much on this podcast. They're getting healthier. They are getting healthier. They're getting more more productive Mm -hmm. and like lessons learned rather than just being defensive and never, ever, ever crossing over into each other's like zone at all like Mm -hmm. now it's it's we're starting to share our feelings and kind of saying how that made me feel rather than you're doing this you're doing this you 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 it's more like that when that happens i feel this way you know and just kind of letting them are we perfect at it no i would say that we we've had some of our biggest fights in this month that we've ever had i would say the last two were really big but they have bad. been productive. But, no, that's what I'm saying. Like they've spurred those are big thought and um, Dallin, quit cutting me off. <laughs> those are fights that w- we previously wouldn't have been able to come to a good place out of. But oh, yeah. within a in in a couple of hours, we were able to be closer like, because of them. Kind of like m- go back to like w- really like dig deep why we were feeling the way we were feeling, and then express that, and then accept the other person in spite of that or because of that or just understand them like we didn't used to have that skill no nope. it was just like oh let's not talk about that anymore yeah I, I, and i like i grimace at that because it's just so i wish we could have learned the skills of communication and partnership a lot earlier yeah i feel like every time we got into a fight that ended with let's not talk about this anymore it was kind of like if we started our relationship standing back to back like that closeness level or front to front or front yeah, whatever. It we was, just took a step back. It was each like time. every time was taking a step back. Yeah, that's kind of how I visualized our marriage was a lot of not even knowing that we and were I taking that step. And I just didn't even step. know what was going on. I'm just like, I guess. But suddenly you turn around and the person's like 50 feet away from you. Do you feel like you're 50 feet away from me now? No, I feel like that's what happened to us. Like we had all these oh. weird little. Once fights. our eyes were open and understanding what a, I guess what a good healthy partnership looks like. And the tools that you need to keep it that way, we were like, oh. And I was kind of like, hey, Ash, come back. You know, like yeah. shouting to you metaphorically 50 feet away from me emotionally. And I feel like we're in a lot better place now. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, the next two are And that me. is what our marriage course is going to help you to do. Shameless plug. Man, I'm excited to have yeah, that available. We haven't started. Gosh, I'm so happy for you guys to be able to have access to that. Man, it's going to be and so helpful like to so many people. We're the geniuses. We're just like giving the world our therapist. We're giving the world our therapist. <laughs> we are not the, con- the, 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 the subject matter experts at all. Our therapist is, and we are partnering with him, and we're going to be the quote-unquote like couple while he counsels us on a few different topics, and it's going to start with your own mental health and getting yourself ready to be a partner and then go into like how to be an effective partner and emotional intimacy and all that, and then some mechanical things about you know what to look for what to watch out for what to this that and the other and it's going to be so 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 good 
man, I'm excited for everybody to have that because I just know how much that would have helped me and mm-hmm. us early on. And so I'm so happy for everybody that's going to be able to have that wherever they are in their marriage, or even if they're not married yet, it's going to be so helpful to so many people. And I've had that goal forever on my mission statement, do something that greatly benefits society. And I didn't even know what that would be. And it's so exciting to see this um, stem from that. And I think that this is definitely going to be one of like the things that I'm most proud of for helping bring into, into, uh, helping bring into the light, helping to materialize it yeah, from just a hope or a dream, a vision, a wish, a goal. No, I love that. Okay. Ashley is more competitive. Mm, I don't know. We played Monopoly once. I am. So I, I have excused myself from all games with Dallin's family because, well, A, I don't love games a ton, but if I do get into it, I'm like all in. And I say terrible things. And that's just like how my family p- plays games, like throwing insults, calling people losers, stupid idiots, like That's just the culture heckling. of your family. You know, like <laughs> that's how I play games. That. And I knit. My family is the culture of we honor the game and follow the rules and enjoy no, the game for the game's I sake. I follow the rules too, but like I'll kill you before I let you beat me. And I'll, You don't follow the rules. I follow the, I will follow the rules, but like I'm, I'm not just, pl- it's not like a walk through the park playing a game for me (laughs) it's not like oh let's go take a stroll around the polo fields it's like like i won't be able to be your friend after if if things go down the wrong way that's why dallin and i don't play are you a sore loser i hold grudges i demand (laughs) like redemption and like (laughs) i want to defeat you totally and completely so that you're begging for mercy goodness gracious that's how i play monopoly that is so opposite of how i view games and that's just why we haven't been much of a gaming we played monopoly once and dallin got a taste of gamer gaming ashley and he walked away it was just so weird to me i just was like i wasn't mean to you i just i guess you just took a lot more risks than me and it worked out good for you because that game is partly luck and the one time we played it well ashley's huge risks combined with it's not luck it's being stra- on her Dylan, side that it, game it, it, no whoa it's strategy so that was my strategy also landing on the right things at the no, right time no you just landed on better things can i and tell you can i tell you why you lost okay this was also five years ago so i'm sure my memory is a bit foggy you didn't I'll speak you for myself need there, to buy every property something. that you land on the first like seven rounds of that game. You did that. And I did that. I was that. picky and choosy. Right. And I bought everything. And if we had played Monopoly Weekly since then, one five hour years in, later. Dallin <laughs> was paying me rent everywhere. 50-50 in our wins and losses. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We've but never played again. He bought it for me for my birthday tried. and we've never played and it again. We threw it away. We literally threw that game away. So I guess I really want to know if other people are like Ashley or I resent your your use of luck in that in that whole story. Strategy, Dallin. It was a strategy. Okay, there's probably more strategy than luck, but we there is play, a bit of luck with any play, dice rolling game. We play mostly luck games like Rat Attack Cat. That's one of my favorite there card we games. Go. That one, you can't really have bad feelings. Play luck games. It's a luck game. That's our strategy for staying love, lovingly married. There are some board games that just too vividly illustrate the difference in skill levels. For it's just it becomes more of a sore topic than yeah. something that brings you closer together. I was just glancing at the comments for our our podcast that we filmed, yeah. and 
pretty much everybody is loving that we did this. And somebody did say what you feared. I don't know why, but she doesn't look happy sometimes, but they're a great family. I don't. I have a resting, like, not interested face. Probably because... Just because we're so used to not being filmed while we do this. You turn on One Direction, or you turn on the Atlanta Braves baseball game, or the Olympics, or The Bachelor, and I will have a different face. But pretty much for everything else in the world, it's that face. Yeah. And that's it. But it's not an unhappy face. It's just kind of like observer. I don't know. Chill. I guess that's a good thing. Parker Wallbeck. I don't like have an intense gaze. Yeah. What do I have? I feel like your face looks a bit more like he's not about to fall asleep than my face. I think because I have squintier eyes. Do I raise my eyebrows up too much? Do people say that? That's one thing that I wonder about myself. Sometimes I wonder if it makes me look insincere. Are you just constantly surprised? (laughs) Whoa. I don't know. Life. Okay. Thoughts. Next assumption about me. You you, You wonder a lot of these things when you see so much video of yourself. You pick up on most of things. mine have rung true as people say things like that to me. Well, I'm like, oh, like, I, I, I knew it. I knew it. it. It's not just, it's not just me not like thinking something. Okay, Ashley never wears heels. That would be a correct assumption. I just people, some people feel more beautiful in them. I just feel like impeded, or like I would hate heels. I always like wearing my running or gym shoes because if I ever needed to run really fast for something i'm ready well i just don't think it's comfortable birkenstocks scare me because i'm i'm like a loafer i'm like if i ever need to run to or from something i'm just gonna be like well here i go trottling along until one falls off and i have to kick the other one and run in socks this is dallin who coming from dallin who his like exercise during the day is on a recumbent (laughs) what are you saying i just think it's really funny that that's like your fear what but you're not really a runner, but you would run if you needed to. I exercised on the recumbent bike the other day. I bike outside in the summer. That's true. Just in the winter. And a recumbent bike is the same biking workout. I'm, you're just sitting back. I worked out the, the other muscles. day on it in Birkenstocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, did? it's funny to me because you picked out the only piece of exercise. Well, I guess an elliptical. Recumbent you could bike do. is the laziest workout in the way that it looks but you're getting you're sweating you're getting the same bike as if as if you're on a peloton work you're getting the same exercise if you're on like a stand-up bike yeah Dallin read and a book i guess and it maybe you're leaning forward and using minorly your shoulder muscles and like your back muscles a little bit but in this one you're still using all like all of your leg muscles i had never like used one before at the gym because i always thought it was not. you just got to make sure you're pushing yourself because it's super easy to be lazy on a recumbent I thought it bike was if you were like you're basically reclining or something yeah you're basically reclining yeah no I just think that's, it's just funny. It's all because I work out on your chosen exercise in machine. Birkenstocks. In Birkenstocks. <laughs> right. Okay, go on. Okay, next one about me. Ashley still isn't washing her hair. I did a vlog. I did a month or t- It was like three months where I was washing my hair very sporadically. And guys, I just struggled. I realized, and this is, I, lo- I like that I did it because I realized about myself that part of my joy comes from feeling clean. And I didn't feel clean. So now I shower happily. I used to shower kind of like, but I used to hate to shower. Wait, are you talking about washing your hair or showering in general? Well, most of my showering time is spent washing my hair. Interesting. Because I have to shampoo I've and never I have had to that. conditioner. I've never experienced that before. Well. Because washing my hair takes 30 seconds. This is how I shower. First, first I do shampoo. Then I rinse it out. 
Then I put in the conditioner. While I'm conditioning, I will then wash my body. How long does it take to wash it and rinse it out? This is the thing about conditioner. I don't really know because I've experimented and washed it out immediately. And I feel like it works the same as if you do the recommended, like leave it in for a couple minutes. Huh. Which is why I wash my body and brush my teeth while it's setting in my hair. If I'm in a hurry, I'll brush my teeth while I'm rinsing it. Ashley introduced me to brushing teeth in the shower. It's the best thing ever. It's pretty nice. Then when you're done showering, you're all the way done. All of the the like maintenance duties are taken care of in the shower. So I guess long story short, I am washing my hair every day. Every day again. Mm-hmm. And is it going okay for you? It's fine. I have really fine hair, so it gets really greasy. It gets that like mad eye moody look really fast or serious black i like not washing my hair but unless i like but you work have out, fluffy hair it's different you have like a a thicker coarser when i hair. wash my hair yeah if i don't put anything in it it just becomes like this i don't know it probably gets better it does yeah like mine becomes it looks like the lake of shining but waters, like when like, i go to the gym and sweat a lot it's kind of like i want to wash my hair so if i don't work out for a few days and I don't wash it, then my hair's, but I do shower, then it, my hair's pretty fun. I'll just like soup it up and it'll just kind of stay there. Yeah, mine doesn't, mine becomes flatter and stiffer and shinier. Yeah. And it loses all body and sticks to my head. Interesting. In clumps. All right, we're moving right along. Is there more? In clumps. <laughs> Ashley just smiles at me. Um, There's the, my fiance thinks you guys are always selling stuff. I would, I think we answered this though on the other one. Things we're like, always, oh, not specifically, like, but we talked about brand deals like and brand why deals. we do them. Yeah. And they allow us to support us and allow us to do cool stuff like giveaways. And like just on Instagram a few it's days ago, like a thing we that sent happens. five different people a hundred bucks that were saying that they needed extra help this time of year. And we have like brand deals to support to uh, thank for that. So I hope you guys see brand deals in the right light. And even if they aren't the funnest to watch all the time, we try to make them interesting and we try to make them fast and fun. And we only, by the way... And it's kind of like we, giving you a coupon. We only partner with brands that we honestly like and would use or have already used. And every brand deal that comes along with it gives us an incentive to like send viewers to the site to like buy it. So basically like what Ashley just said, it's like giving you a coupon and you just decide if you want this coupon or not. But they literally are like really good deals that people give us. It's usually better what the than what the pop-up is on their website when you go there like sign up for email list and get 10%. Like Ruggable, they give us 15% off. Or we did drop, Miki Couture like everybody and they got did 45% off. Yeah, Miki Couture did like 45% off their luxury blankets. Like brand deals are really cool. Just so you know, um, like brands give um, quote unquote influencers, content creators, really good deals to promote in their brand deal because they want to get the most bang for their buck, quote unquote, for what they pay for the brand deal. Quote unquote. Quote unquote, quote unquote, quote unquote. And so they try to like drive as much traffic from the video to their site, you know, to generate sales. And so they usually give pretty sweet deals. So take them or leave them. Uh, but hopefully like the brand deals are cool things that you're interested in too, because we only like, we've turned down things like I turn, I delete emails all the time from people I don't really want to work with. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, we could make money doing this, but we only want to keep it like fun for our audience and only do like cool stuff that we're actually interested in. Brand deals. Hopefully that gives you some context and insight into you know, what we like think about. Behind They're the also, scenes. at least for me, like I never imagined myself like hashing out marketing deals or talking to like upper level 
marketing or like like directors like and stuff. directors and things it's like pretty cool it's very empowering for me to have like have them like come to me and be like i love your content or like what do you and, think about this what's your opinion like yeah and and then being like what would be a cool idea like what do you guys have any cool ideas on how to on how to create a vlog around this product or something it's it's a really empowering thing for me so yeah. i i kind of like i love them it's fun it's fun and when i say like it allows us to be to like make what we do worthwhile quote unquote, I hope that doesn't come off as like that we don't care about you guys or we're only doing this for the money. We've said this all the time. Like this is the coolest job because we actually are doing what we love. There's so many other jobs where people get to do what they love too, but this is one of them. We get to make super fun videos, give them to so many people for free to love and enjoy and watch and become part of this really cool community. Amazing interactive scrapbook of our family. An interactive scrapbook. There we go. And that's like not a thing everyone has. And we wouldn't be able to have it to the extent that we have it if one of us had to like work somewhere else. Like it takes up a lot of time. Yeah. And that's how we can do it because of brand deals. So we're really grateful to them and we're really grateful to you guys. And we just, you know. And we work with really cool people. Like the people at Ruggable. They're so nice. I know. They're really fun. Like Grove, Thrive, such cool companies. That I had no. And they're really nice. Yeah. And they really do give us good offers and they care about you guys too. And, and it's a really cool way to like market products and we're glad we get to be in part involved in it. Yeah. I think it's like an empowering thing for the people too. Like when you go and turn on the television, like the networks aren't asking you like what commercial you'd be interested in or necessarily like thinking a ton about you. Like how could I, you know, like it's kind of getting there like roundabout, but it, I think it kind of shortens the, I don't know, like the road from, product to consumer like we're just the middlemen who try and make something really enjoyable and only show you guys things that we really think you would like because like we value your time so much and you guys are the reason that we get to do what we do and the brands do want to sponsor us it's all because of you and it's like we have you to thank for it so we'll be forever grateful for you guys that we're able to do this for a living and we'll do it as long as we enjoy doing it and you enjoy you know consuming the content that we create and it's for now it's so much fun and we just love you we mean it every time we say that we love you guys and we're so grateful for you cool ash is that every all of them okay mm-hmm. thanks you guys enjoy the rest of your day stay safe stay healthy hope you guys are hanging in there this too shall pass hopefully sooner than later Man, I know that China, like the cases are going down, are going down dramatically. And um, so that's just happy to see that it was only like a month for them and really hoping that it's the same over here in the United States. And man, I feel bad for everybody in Italy. It's they're getting hit really hard now. I know we have a lot of people in the UK and Australia, other places around the world. We're thinking of you all around the world and praying for you and hoping that you're staying safe. Okay, see you guys.